from Los Angeles, California, this is Burncast and I'm the Bomb. Burning Flipside is a regional art and music festival inspired by Burning Man that takes place in Texas. Like Burning Man, it is a place for radical self-expression and an experiment in temporary community building. Flipside is held over Memorial Day weekend, which at the time of this recording is May 25th through May 29th, 2006. In this episode of Burncast, we speak to Fred Murphy, the regional outreach coordinator for Flipside. It would appear that Fred's favorite word is community, and he uses it liberally here in this interview. If you're playing the three-ply community drinking game, we recommend having a full bottle of your drink of choice for today's episode. My name is Fred Murphy. I live in Austin, Texas. Burning Flipside's a uh, regional burn event in just outside of Austin, Texas, and my relation to it is as a volunteer doing regional outreach which essentially consists of contacting folks from outside of Texas or outside of the Austin area and helping them coordinate their travels and participation in Flipside. How did you get involved? I started by attending the event a few years ago when I moved to Austin. Can you tell me a little bit about the event? Well, the event is basically the largest regional burn. It has approximately 1,500 participants. Wow. It's um, quite a bit smaller than Burning Man itself. While as a regional burn, we do commit to similar ethos as Burning Man. It is considered a completely separate event. The community is separate. All participants are volunteers, and all volunteers pay for their tickets. No one is paid to produce the event. So some things are a little bit different than Burning Man, but essentially it's a, a, a similar thing on a smaller scale so it's in Texas. So Flipside doesn't have a paid staff to coordinate it? No paid staff at all. Is it... An LLC or anything like that, organized in any business way? There is an LLC to handle the accounting and ticket process. Are they paid? No. No one in the LLC is paid currently. Interesting. Interesting. And how did it get started? It started many years ago with a uh, group of friends that had been going to Burning Man that wished to um, create more of the community that existed. Uh, so they picked a date and began an event and that all of the work it takes to produce the event um, theoretically helps produce a pretty strong community. And how long have you been going? I've been going about four years. This will be my fourth year. So tell me about your experiences. Tell me, you know, is the art the same? Is the music the same? Is the One of the very first things that you'll notice is the, uh, the landscape is significantly different. Of course, all landscapes are different than the playa. But we have, um, we have water. This year will be our first year on new land, which is a uh, beautiful piece of property near Pernalis State Falls Park in Texas. And there's a creek and cliffs. Mm. We have trees, uh, minor elevation change, and the ability to swim during the day and to lounge in the, in the hot Texas sun produces a, a slightly different event. The space with all of the trees etc you have a different type of art that's produced the community being so close a lot of the participants uh, able to to travel very a very short distance allows for a very strong community with interesting theme camps and a lot of work put towards the theme camps the new land in particular is um, one of the things we're most excited about this year because it'll allow us to grow significantly so that more participants will be able to Absolutely. Mm -hmm. One interesting thing that's happening this year is that a lot of the established theme camps are allocating a significant amount of their resources towards the new land. We're seeing some several camps get together to produce one camp and 
put their additional resources towards improving the land. So we're trail building on the new land, removing cactus from different areas. We're doing a um, more of a city zoning this year. It's uh, it's quite exciting. What's the crossover from this? I would imagine a lot of burners go to it's flip side, but do a lot of flip side folks go to Burning Man? Personally, I went to Burning Man first and sought out the burn community when I moved to Austin. But I've been surprised that there are are a significant number of people that only attend Flipside. Flipside will have a few more couples and married families that are unable to make the trek from Texas to Burning Man very easily. Additionally, it's much Burning Man is much more accessible from California than from Texas. So Flipside is a smaller distance to travel. It's also a smaller time commitment. So there are several people that will merely go to Flipside and not to Burning Man. There's also quite a few people I've spoken with that have no interest in Burning Man because Flipside is everything they need from an event. Do you have any fond experiences with Flipside? Last year I had a, uh, a quite an intense experience finishing the effigy. Um, one interesting event or interesting difference between Flipside and Burning Man is that each year the effigy is slightly different at Flipside. We choose a team, submits proposals, and they allow the effigy to be based on the theme as opposed, and the theme is chosen by the community as well. Oh, neat. So that's at our town hall meetings. So the theme is chosen by the community, proposals are submitted from different teams to do the effigy, and then whichever team wins the proposal will spend a lot of time working on it. Last year, our effigy was a 40-foot tall rocket, wooden rocket, and I helped with the team to produce it, and we worked very hard prior to the event, and then additionally worked very hard at the event, and the moment that we put the last um, panel on and declared the rocket as finished was a uh, quite a moving experience for me because I saw how much work went into it from all of my friends from many different angles, and I saw the sense of relief, and we had a um, quite a tall sculpture that we were about to burn, um, in particular for, for a regional event outside of the playa. A 40-foot-tall rocket is very large. Well, being the bomb, I have an affinity and an affection for, for this rocket. Can you describe it for me? Well, we had, it basically was made to be an incredibly tall fire built out of wood with several wings that supported the, uh, the, the vertical integrity of the structure. It additionally had a 30-foot-tall gantry that went straight up with a gangplank connecting it. The design and fabrication team, known as DAFT, is uh, what produced the rocket, and they had a, a DAFT logo that appeared much like NASA. <laughs> they produced a mission control area near the rocket, and, um, you know, in standard Burning Man fashion, had the, the whole thing. It's quite a fun experience for everyone. On top of the rocket, there were portholes that were contributed art pieces of stained glass from different members around the community. And that's become somewhat of a tradition with the effigy teams to, for at least the last three years, to incorporate areas of the effigy which allow for mini sculptures or um, propane contributions, propane-based fire sculptures, or in the case of the rocket, the stained glass portals that come from different members of the community as individuals. Does the stained glass get burned as well? It did. So, Fred, will you tell me a little bit about this year's effigy? Sure. 
This year our theme is Fall from Grace. It was chosen as a as a community voting system at our town hall. Um, our town halls are a bit interesting because everyone shows up in costumes sometimes for their camps and people pitch different projects and try to pull participation from the community. And one of the presentations for the theme was for Fall from Grace. It was done by Alyssa who showed up in a fig leaf type outfit and pitched a theme based on the fact that at our previous location we had not only the creek but also a pool, running water, and showers. It was essentially a um, large campground area that we had been renting for several years. This location is much more rustic. We're doing a lot of improvements to the land, but for us it's a return to um, a more natural setting. And as such, it appears as if we may have fallen from grace, from removed <laughs> our Garden of Eden with running water, etc., to a new location. But we believe that that's actually quite a beneficial thing for us. And everyone voted in that theme one. The effigy this year is being built for the first time by a team in Houston. Even though the main core of the community is in Austin, Texas, the, the winning submissions for the effigy are in Houston. And it's a, um, a chalice, again, continuing on the, the religious theme, and will be producing a tall chalice structure with a, a significant amount of metal from the model that I've seen and stage performance area underneath it. There will additionally be, I think, about five or six areas for mini sculptures that are expected to be to have a tube running up the center for propane so that they, other sculptures can be incorporated into uh, a fire show with the effigy. You mentioned the religious overtones or theme within this community or within, is it within Flipside or within? I wouldn't say that actually. We just had a uh, fall from grace typically has a biblical connotation to it so it's easy to extend that to other biblical connotations. I know that one camp in particular is doing the Seven Deadly Sins bar and grill <laughs> and that sort of thing. There's nothing within Flipside that uh, that pushes towards a, a religious tone. So personally for you, is Flipside just another fucking camping trip in the desert, or is it a religious spiritual experience? Those are two choices, huh? For me, Flipside is a, a community that exists. The event that occurs is just one thing that we do. I'm very proud of my community and the number of things that they do throughout the year, even outside of this gathering. I do personally attempt to incorporate as much spirituality into every event that I participate in, uh, including this interview, if at all possible. But for me, the flip side itself is much more than just a party in, uh, in the Texas Hill Country. It's, it's a community, and that community is doing a lot these days. There's other events that the community is, is integral in and art projects that they're doing outside of, of burn events. Um, one event in particular that's just occurred in March is called Art Outside, and many of the Flipside community participated significantly in producing a multi-weekend event open to the public based on temporary art in a natural setting, and that was um, held at the end of South by Southwest in, in March, and it'll be every March, I think, for the next few years. That's an exciting event. How can people go to this year's Flipside? 
So, um, backing up a bit, this year's flip side will be Memorial Day weekend, which is at the end of May. We're pretty close to the event, and at this point, the official tickets have all been distributed. But there is a website available called Bob's List, which I believe that if you go to burningflipside.com, you'll see a link for tickets. And Bob's List is a place for people to exchange the tickets, the extra tickets that they find themselves with as people cancel their plans to find someone for their tickets. In standard Burning Man fashion, it's not okay to pay more for a ticket than you originally paid for. So all tickets are exchanged at their original price. So Bob's List is your best bet for tickets. So essentially the event is sold out, but if people are willing to sell the ticket they have, Bob's List is a great resource. Yes, and I personally um, helped and saw more than 35 tickets exchanged in the last few weeks of last year's event, which was also technically sold out. There tends to be quite a few tickets that become available close to the event because people find themselves double booked for Memorial Day weekend or unable to, uh, to make the trip. Is there anything else you want to tell me about Burning Flipside? One major difference with Burning Flipside, because it's a, a smaller community on a smaller um, piece of land, you tend to get people that will sit still with you for a moment and exchange ideas. Um, sometimes it seems at Burning Man that everyone is rushing to be somewhere, and if that's ever been a frustration for you, the regionals are a great place to... Um, to sit and enjoy community. I like that. That's nice. Well, thank you very much, Fred. I appreciate your time. My pleasure. Send everyone to burningflipside.com. That's burningflipside.com. Thank you. You've been listening to Burncast, a podcast about the art, culture, and community of Burning Man. We'd like to thank Lector of NoSpectators.com for hosting our podcast. For more information, visit our website, www.burncast.net, or send us an email at burncast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.